0: So <clears throat> my understanding is that he uh what was the word he um he just like didn't he didn't he only did what he, wa- he thought was right for the rest of Wakanda. Yeah,
1: yeah I th- I I don't disagree with anything you're saying. It's interesting because I guess my standards for a good dad in the MCU are just really low. <laughs> Well, I so mean, like, like I, I see in it in terms of like how he treated his son. I see it as a net positive. Oh,
0: jeez. <laughs> this
1: is this is a good start because yeah. it's going to frame a lot of stuff. Yeah.
0: No, I think it's like. Yeah.
1: i, I don't know. Uh. It's just—it's
0: just interesting that the fact that. Um, uh, I mean, like you look—you have your Scott Langs who are really nice and sweet and and, and dopey and and stuff. Do you not like Scott?
1: No, I'm saying, like, but here's, you have like... this
0: facial expression.
1: This is because this is going to play into my argument. It's because Scott is a good dad because he's, like, really nice to his daughter, right? He and his daughter have a really great relationships. Yes. But he also, like, re- like, his actions aren't good. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's objectively maybe a redemption dad. Because in the beginning, really? well, in the beginning, start, he starts the movie, the first movie, anyway, yeah. as like an ex-con who like basically ruined his life.
0: think hey, cons can't be good people. No, no, no. here's <laughs> what I'm saying is,
1: if, if we're judging this on the metric of did they set, like, ha- did they set their children up for success? Did they yeah. take good actions that were morally correct? I'm not saying I disagree with. Some stuff that Scott did necessarily, I'm Scott saying, but stole money from rich people. I know that's why he's a very Robin Hood type character. <laughs> However, it did mean that he went to prison and couldn't see his daughter. Yes. and set a different example for her. Yes. and well, I love their dynamic, but I'm saying that where are we drawing that line? Oh. Because where where do you draw the line of like, well, this is you've done too much bad. Now you're in bad dad territory.
0: Oh, this is interesting. Maybe the, everyone is a mix of all of these
1: No, things. some people are not. <laughs> Thanos is not. Thanos is, uh, who, else, ego,
0: who else we got on? Ego here? ego is definitely not. Ego is
1: definitely not. Um uh, uh, so
0: Adrian is an interesting now one as who well. Who
1: is Adrian?
0: Adrian Tombs. He's the vulture.
1: Oh God he's not an absent dad he's well this is this is this is what we're getting this, this, into
0: see, see, this is, okay so let, let's start this episode yeah. I, I think this is gonna be, yeah. gonna be good yeah all right i
1: hope that was the pre-intro it, this is the
0: pre-intro right, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, right this before is the, this is the cold open this man. is the cold open yeah, and yeah, then yeah. right. in the basement of an undisclosed location in Seattle, Washington. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ominous love it. So let's, let's keep it going.
0: Yeah. And now you got me, Anthony. Uh, and here.
1: now now you got me.
0: <laughs> now you got Sam.
1: Oh, you got me.
0: Returning, uh, returning special guest, <laughs> Sam Reardon. How are you?
1: <laughs> you said my last name wrong.
0: How I- it's Reardon fucking Christ. Yeah, I I'll know. just edit that Every, part
1: It's so funny. Everyone always gets it wrong. I just trusted you. That's fine. <sighs> Don't trust it's me. Co- it's okay, Anthony. Pay one.
0: Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> man.
1: Now, now do
0: you understand? <laughs> do, no, no, it's okay. I've understood but, for many years. I know, I know. Uh,
1: I know you're also in that club,
0: which is why I'm not actually. D- did I ever tell you the story about what happened with that name, oh, Pay One? no. I was in, a, it was freshman year, and some people who are listening actually probably know the story. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> back in freshman year of uh, Pete knows the sister, uh, I uh, was taking a music class, and the professor was very, just like the rest of the professors at Fordham Prep, they were very much like, we don't give a fuck about what you fucking kids are, we're, you know, we are we can curse all the time, you know, they're trying to be as, like, you know, not cool, but like, uh, hey, yo, bada bing, bada boom, type of thing. Oh my god. Uh, and...
1: Sorry, can you say the name of the school one more time?
0: Fordham Prep? Okay. It's in the Bronx. I'm just
1: trying to, I'm trying to get as many pieces in place as possible. Yeah, it, hand it was, doing it was a, it's
0: faith. a Catholic school, but like, there's a lot of professors there that are very much like, uh, like if you're a, a, a goon. In the back of class, they will call you out and be like, "Hey, yo, stop being a fucking idiot!" Uh, in the middle of class, and it's very funny. Nice, nice. Um,
1: That's, that sounds about about right. So
0: this is this is what happens: is that the professor was it was the first day of the se- like it's the second semester class and it was the first day, so he's reading off names and he's like, "Hey, if I pronounce your name wrong, don't fucking correct me. Ooh. We're just gonna go through it really quickly, and we'll worry about that later." So he's going through all of them mispronounces a few of them because there's not a lot of complicated names mm-hmm. he gets to my name and I am young I'm an idiot and also he egregio- egregiously mispronounces my name that I've never heard before yeah that I'm like oh it's a guttural reaction to correct him so he says pay one Anthony pay one and I'm just like it's pay on. and then he and then he puts down looks down puts the paper down looks at me and it's like you know what you're a clock sucker because you waste time
1: Oh for my god for the next god. for the
0: next 3 years. Oh, holy shit. I was known as pay one clock sucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm first of all, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I I didn't know that anyone had ever actually called you that. I thought it was just someone was like, ah, oh, here's a ridiculous way to uh, ex- like consider this that no one would ever
0: say." <laughs> um Oh. Yeah, uh, so I had to use it to my own. Oh uh,
1: man, I'm sorry.
0: I took it to my. I uh, tried to manipulate it to my own, like the way that I wanted. So the way I did it was like, uh, pay one steak sauce. That's a good one. Oh, uh,
1: Anthony, you're breaking my
0: heart. Uh, my so <laughs> I remember that was a geometry class software here. Oh, But yeah. everyone just called me one and then, uh, and then, but like, everyone went by last names. So Payone kind of like was like it by like senior and junior year it wasn't really it didn't really mean anything. People just called me Payone also. Mm. So it wasn't really that.
1: People call you Payone.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: People still call you Payone. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah.
0: Or Big Tony Pete <laughs> <laughs> because of my big personality.
1: Wow. Me because other. of your big toe knee.
0: Okay, all right. Moving on on to the the meat and potatoes of this episode. We're going to be talking. So, this is something that I've always wanted to kind of talk about considering my own personal relationship with my father, and considering that 90% of specifically phase three films have had fathers and mentors as the predominant, not only villains, but also like major characters that influence the hero um, throughout the phase three films. Not only. In phase three are their dads but specifically phase three all the villains are all fatherly of some kind like the villains in I mean you can argue that Loki isn't really affected by a father in are Avengers you... what
1: I did okay we're gonna get back to that what, what, <laughs> get back to that I disagree because the uh, the whole thing that happens in Avengers is a direct result of bad dadding for his entire life
0: yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Also,
1: I want to add someone to this list who I think is missing, and that is the the f- first Iron Man guy. The guy is, uh, you know, Tony's... Oh, oh, uh,
0: uh, uh, Sting?
1: Yes. Uh,
0: St- oh, Obadiah Obadi- Sting. Obadiah. Is that his
1: actual name? I Obadiah. But I
0: wouldn't really see Obadiah as a, as a dad thing. He is
1: a dad. He was Tony's dad.
0: No, he wasn't. No,
1: I'm saying his uh, Tony's father. If we may, if we may use father, dad terminology, like Allah Um Yeah, I feel,
0: but like I feel like Yandu is much more of a personal thing, and has like. Oh yeah. Tony wasn't like 12 when like his parents died. He was like in his 20s. He was already yeah, at school.
1: But are, we're talking about like father figures too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Are we? I, yeah, that's, it, no, no, that's a good point. Because like.
0: Would you also put the Ancient One in here? Because I feel like the Ancient One is connected into that Phase 3 kind of mentorship type of thing. You see that also with Captain Marvel. No, because
1: there's no, there's, there was no emotional...
0: There was no emotional breath there that yeah. I feel like even Warren's having that discussion. Um, where would you put Obadiah? In Evil Dads? Evil
1: Dads, for sure. That's, that ain't a redemption dad, and that sure as heck ain't an absent dad. If he had been, would have been a lot easier for Tony. Yeah, so,
0: so kind of going back to this, you know... I, I have a very personal connection to a lot of this, considering you know my personal issues, as well as the fact that dads are talked about a lot in media, not yeah. only in cinema, but in a lot of video games, predominantly uh, the recent God of War game that has come out has been a very good marker for talking about fatherhood and parenting. Um, in the twenty first century, even though that game is based off of like Norse mythology, um, which in and of itself has its own collection of dad issues, yeah, um, which is it's it's really interesting how in that game, uh, you face off against two brothers who have their own terrible connection with their own father, uh, and then you end up being their father at the end. Spoiler. Wow!
1: Uh, now I can never play the game.
0: No, it's it's just an end credits scene. Oh. Their father is Thor. Is Thor.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, dude, you went somewhere I couldn't follow you.
0: No, it's okay. I, I think, you know, you know the way we look at a lot of mythology, also has a lot of parental stuff, you know, Zeus. Oh, yeah. And,
1: um, I mean, the Greek mythology is just riddled with, terrible with d- dads, I mean, I mean yeah, just every kind of Goya, flavor of dad, bad, bad dad.
0: <laughs> Goya did the whole painting of Jupiter eating uh, Zeus, right?
1: Yeah, well, along with all of his other kids. <laughs> well, literally all of his children.
0: <laughs> nice, nice.
1: Yeah. What a good dad.
0: But yeah, you know, you also have Bioshock Infinite, Last of Us, that are predominant, you know, massive father figures are in those films and how, uh, in those games and how they uh, affect not only the players, but artists and writers who play those games. Yeah. But now we're going to be talking about the MCU, which is filled <laughs> with our collection <laughs> of dads.
1: Riddled with dads.
0: Yeah, so this is the daddy episode. Oh. <laughs> so, Sam... So yeah, you know, give me a good breakdown, in your opinion, of what you think dads are like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a weird...
1: What do I think dads are like? Yeah, well, what, let me what is, what's your opinion of dads? Specifically in... in the MCU. Yes. Okay, that narrows it down a little bit. Um, I, I think that... Honestly, I think they're kind of used as a crutch
0: mm-hmm.
1: for just, like, a go-to, like... What's a relationship that I understand that I can use, like, the writer for the writers and directors and actors? Mm-hmm. Like, what's, what's the easy emotional touchstone that I, as a, a, a most likely straight, white, middle-aged dude, can relate to and project and use as a, the emotional touchstone of the movie? And it's kind of a freebie of, like, well, everyone, everyone's got a dad. Or if they don't, well, that's still, like, you've got a dad issue to talk about. Yeah. Um, And we see very few, it's interesting, if you ever want to do a moms episode, that would be interesting, too, Mm. because it's such a difference, the relationships that the characters have with their moms, because the moms are either totally absent, or, like, either dead or have no lines, or have a really interesting, nuanced relationship. Like, not to delve too much into it, but, like, Thor, you look at all of the movies center like, the, the plots are caused by his relationship with his dad. But the emotional resolution is influenced by his mom. It's not His mom is never a, like a load-bearing pillar of the story. But a lot of... We, we see like in Endgame, he has that talk with his mom. Yeah. That is like good. Yeah. like yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a really it's, good thing to yeah. get
0: out of his like really severe depression.
1: Well, so, yeah, to an, to an extent, to but an like, extent, yes. But we like there's so much more nuance there. But then we also have like, you know, Peter Quill's dead mom, who exists literally as an object of like, everyone's affection. But she's dead. She couldn't, you know, like the whole thing with ego of like, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get, get into, into that. that. Yeah. But ev- everyone's got everyone's got either it doesn't have a mom or has like,
0: what do you some think of, issue. What do you think of Cassie's mom?
1: See that the few exceptions I would say are, uh, Cassie, um, Mm -hmm. like from Ant Man, um, like the Queen of Wakanda.
0: Oh well, Cassie's mom. I forget her name.
1: Oh, I forget her name too. She's she's played by by uh, what's her name? Played by the excellent lady who is also in Thirteen Going on Thirty.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Thank you.
1: And I'm so sorry I don't remember her
0: name. Yeah, I'm forgetting her name too. But yes, that is how I remember her: is the rival in Thirteen.
1: Yep, yep. Oh man.
0: It'd be great to get. it <laughs> get. It'd be great to get Mark Ruffalo and her in the room again.
1: Oh my God. Be like, so. Do you remember each other?
0: <laughs> yeah, remember. They <laughs> had
1: like three scenes together. <laughs> once. <laughs>
0: 13, 13 going on 30 in a movie back in 2004. Oh my
1: God. Um, we're, Queen okay, of where, Wakanda. We're, though. Yes. Okay. So Queen of Wakanda, Cassie's mom. Um, where was I going with this? Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's. Linda, Guy, Hulk Guy's Linda wife, Cardellini. Sure. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. I assume that's her name.
0: That's her actress's name.
1: Oh, okay. Yes, Linda Cardellini. And oh, yeah, she was um she was in Legally Blonde, wasn't she? Was she that?
0: She was in. Uh, she was in Freaks and Geeks.
1: No. And also in Scooby thinking... Doo. Okay. Yes, that is her. Which
0: is one of your favorite movies. So, it? Is it? Sure. You've mentioned to me that you like that movie a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, it's. When have I? When does that come up? I don't know.
0: I feel like that's come up at one point.
1: Oh man, my I think my favorite Scooby Doo movie is Scooby Doo. It's either Scooby Doo Ghoul School or Scooby Doo and Zombie Island. Oh no! Which this... is recently they released a sequel to that I really needed to see. Wait, really? Yeah, okay, for real, okay. like a wow. couple weeks ago. Wait,
0: so you don't like the live action Scooby Doo? I like him. <laughs> way I like them. Your facial expression just, for that I, is really good. I don't
1: know. I really like them. You know what I mean? I don't know if they qualify as. Anyway, this is <laughs> not going really, whew, the Scooby-Doo.
0: Scooby-Doo time. So, yes, Scooby-Doo Linda Cardellini. Okay, mom. Yeah,
1: Linda Cardellini. Uh, who else is a good mom? Oh, uh, Aunt May. Aunt That's May. That's who I was forgetting. Um, and then Pepper Potts.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I can't think of any more good moms. I mean, like, a lot of the dead moms are really good moms, but it's, they can become martyrs because they don't have to do any work any like, yeah. oh my god that sounded really bad <laughs> i mean that yeah. that the, they are martyred I, I by the story yes yes um but when you do have a when you, when you do have mom there's usually a nuanced relationship there um or at least a a non-awful one in proportion to the dads
0: mm-hmm.
1: like yeah i
0: Trying to think of an awful mom.
1: I I am trying to think of an awful mom. I mean, there are definitely examples all over the place, but I don't know if the MCU specifically
0: has any awful moms. Yeah, I don't think so.
1: No, I'm I'm am just I'm rattling sorry. through the list here, trying to.
0: Oh wait, we can also argue that um, the scientists from Captain Marvel, Marvel.
1: Mm. Now here's an interesting thing. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> still yeah i'm waiting for the right time
0: well there's more of a mother figure in that yeah with the figure.
1: with the scientist dude does yeah, the stuff yeah. yeah okay
0: because there is a the, the like the mentor that trains um
1: there is a dude there that is a dude played by
0: uh what's jude law. The, jude law thank you but he's <laughs> sad but like,
1: that i know that one when i haven't even seen the
0: movie that's okay He you see him in the things so oh, yeah. uh but he's uh He's played as more of a mentorship role, which yeah. you see a lot as well in the MCU with like the Ancient One. But yeah, um, yeah Marvell's character is really interesting because the actress that plays her um, is appears twice as visually as the same character, but in two different ser- two as two different characters. Interesting. If that makes sense
1: it doesn't but i expect it will to many listeners and also to me once i eventually watch it uh, yeah
0: <laughs> so essentially she plays as the actual character marvel and then she also is the physical embodiment of a giant ai that runs how these cree live their society
1: okay so um, the cree
0: are basically the way that the cree society is basically run is by a giant supercomputer I'm forgetting how the name of the supercomputer. That's fine. But when you kind of go into a trance to interact with the supercomputer, it creates a manifestation of a physical form and uh, based off of someone in your own personal life that Aha. has like either passed on or someone that you look up to. Interesting. And it's this character that you don't you never see throughout the movie until the end. And then you realize, holy shit, this is what she is. Hmm. This is why she has such a personal connection to her every time she interacts with the giant robot right. that it's a weird way to just kind of summarize it and paraphrase no, it. No, no,
1: no, I gotcha. I now I have I have some interesting things to look forward to.
0: So that's like um, that has some interesting things about, you know, motherhood and I think having an episode about motherhood would be really cool. But we're talking about dads.
1: Yes, it's dad time. It's dad time um let's get down to the dads hey i, did, sorry, I do I'm want on to say ant-man
0: chair. ant-man and ant-man uh, and, uh, and
1: oh yeah the mom's back
0: well no. that's
1: another mom that's another good mom sorry oh yeah and ant-man i just remember that janet van dyme is back
0: yeah that's yes cool. yeah she's back that's another good yeah, mom. Yeah. but also i think that when you're talking about dads uh uh, Car- uh caravalla v- vinnie Connolly, the, the guy who's in, in the, the musical yeah. Ant Man, the Annie musical. Oh, oh, oh what? He went to he went to Carnegie Mellon actually.
1: And where are we going, IUVE? Where, where are we? The stepfather.
0: The stepfather, in Ant Man.
1: Oh yes, the cop. I thought you said Annie, and I thought
0: he was in. He the, was in
1: the new movie Annie. He was in
0: the new movie. Annie. Oh. Um, I
1: thought you were doing some free word association, my guy. I really got scared. I didn't know where you were going.
0: Hold on. I
1: okay, yeah. What what about him? He's a he's a good, he's a decent dad.
0: Yeah, I was gonna make the point that like it's one of the few portrayals of like a good stepfather. Yeah. Of like he's not being overbearing and he's letting people have good interactions and it's not like there's like any ill will between Scott and him. It's just like yeah, yeah we're existing, you know. You see that a lot more in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And I think that, do the hugs, yeah. yeah and I think that's like... I mean, you, you kind of want to... You like to see that.
1: Yeah, you like to see it I think there's been a real trend in, to towards, like, good stepdads in yeah. particular. Like, with Stranger Things, kind of. <laughs> with the, you know, poor um, little... Uh, what is his name? Sam? I want to say his name is Sam. Am I just claiming this character? The one, Stranger Things, from season two.
0: I'm forgetting all of this. He died. Oh, but he wasn't a stepfather. Well,
1: not... Uh, that's why I said almost. Like, He was exactly. just dating, yes. Yeah, but he he became a fatherly figure. Yes. Towards the child. Will. Who's Will yes. Towards Will. Um, it's okay. It's and, early. Oh, it's... Uh, it's not that early. <laughs> I Sh- think... They, they don't know that. They don't know. It's 7 a.m. Uh, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Waking up
0: in the morning. Gotta be fresh. Waking
1: up in the morning. Um... Oh, where was I going with that? I don't know.
0: We're talking about stepfathers.
1: Yeah, I I just think there's been. I think there are more often good stepfathers than stepmothers, mostly because of like the evil. Okay, I'm, ve- I'm veering way off topic. Let's let's narrow. Let's focus. Bobby Cannavale. On. Okay, Bobby Cannavale. Is Why step- did you mention him? Because he's just a good stepdad. It was Dad. a good
0: portrayal of a stepdad.
1: I think Cassie's lucky she's got two good dads. Yeah,
0: two good dads. I
1: think, in a way, he was a redemption dad. Sorry, the categories are... <laughs> yeah,
0: so the categories that we came up with, kind of, like, looking at an analysis of a lot of the MCU dads, not all of them, but most of them, yeah. um, are... Yeah, uh, this
1: is Tony's work. I, you should this is my it. thing.
0: So you have good dads, you have your redemption dads, you have your evil dads, and then I want to say absent dads. I couldn't really think of a fourth one. Yeah. It's... I think absent dads is an interesting one because it's like not only absent um, physically but also absent emotionally um, when it comes to how you raise them or living a double life almost. Okay. So you're not entirely truthful with your child. That's okay. why I put. That's why I put him in here. I'm circling something.
1: Interesting. On
0: computer. Yeah.
1: Now. This, this raises something that what, what, what you've just described doesn't so much sound to me like an absent dad. Which, like, that's definitely a category. Yeah. But not be like, being emotionally absent sounds like a different category, which is, like, crappy dads. Like, they're not evil. Yeah. But they're just, like, shitty. Yeah. They're just, like, not a good dad. And,
0: like, I don't really know how to describe that.
1: I think, well, I think... Or categorize Har- it. I think Howard Stark is a crappy dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he was a guy who did a lot of good for the world but he was just kind of a shitty dad. He wasn't, like, abusive, yeah. question mark, but he was just, like, emotionally unavailable.
0: Uh, very absent in his Yeah, own. very Do absent. Do you think that... I think the reason why I put him in Redemption Dads is because he's he does, I feel like, an, in born. Endgame...
1: He's one conversation with Tony that solves everything. Fucking hated that. Um, we, don't, we don't need to get back Aww. into the endgame bullshit, but like that one conversation didn't make up for a lifetime of neglect. Like, no, that's... Uh, yeah, you're right. There's so many... We don't, don't, have, not, to... We don't have to get back into endgame. Do game. you know
0: that Chris has been watching it, actually uh, has seen it multiple times since, and he's and they've actually liked it way more than they really? initially? Yeah. I'm so sorry to
1: I guess I I guess I should rewatch it at some point. You should I hear
0: just... our ranking episode. We ranked it number one. Out of what? All the other movies in the MCU. Did you really? Yeah. We actually, you had like a, with me? No, we actually had a really interesting breakdown on why that is. You should listen to that episode and then yell about it and then we can have an episode Anthony, where the... you you yell I didn't look, there was two other people in the room. There was two other people in the room.
1: Who
0: were those two other people? Izzy and Chris.
1: Okay, yeah, I, th- I was counting them <laughs> as the...
0: <laughs> we See, here's the thing. We each individually had different movies as our own personal list. Yeah, so list. we just kind of split the I didn't way. have Endgame as my number one. I think I had, Thor Rag- I had Thor Ragnarok as my number one. But because of the way that we ranked the movies collectively yeah. on all the other ones, Thor Ragnarok got put third, and then it was uh, Black Panther, and then Endgame.
1: That's, I mean, that's how Split Votes
0: put Uh, bad things first. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Oh,
0: Oh, God.
1: Yeah. Oh, geez, guys. I'm going to have to listen to that episode and have some feelings about
0: it. Yeah, so we kind of, I I kind of wanted to go about it the way that um, ranking of fighters does their rankings, (laughs) which is in Giant (laughs) Bombs. They, like, pick something. They, they pick the, the movie, or they, they, they pick the game, and then they're just like, okay, this is number one, and then they pick another thing, and then they compare it to, yeah. is this better than this, and yeah, then do that. I'm down with that. Yeah. So, like, that type of ranking. Just, so like, like,
1: how Rank King does it.
0: Pick a random, yeah, so pick, like, a random, pick a random MCU movie, say, Age of Ultron, it's like, okay, Age of Ultron number one. And then we put in another movie, it's like... where
1: well, that's a lie, but yeah, it's, it's then we not going to stay.
0: Then we say Captain Marvel. Okay, Captain Marvel is better than Age of Ultron. Captain Marvel, number one. Age of Ultron, number two. Okay. And then we kept doing... Like, that would have been cool if we kept doing it that way, because then it would have been a more natural, kind of like yeah, we yeah. randomized the films that we were watching. Mm-hmm. But I think we we looked at our list, and then we averaged them together. And okay. When you average them together, sometimes some things end up. Well, we can talk about that. About Interesting, time.
1: yeah. You
0: can you can listen to our Some episode. Time. You can listen to the episode and be like, "I have comments," and then you can re- you can yep. rebuttal them in an AP Marvel Medium article. Ooh, that would be really maybe cool. Maybe I could, <laughs> maybe <laughs> if you have that's time. That's a big old maybe. <laughs> you have time. Um. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about these dads, and there's a few of them. So yeah. I'm gonna kind of list the ones that we're gonna be talking about. Well,
1: cool. Are we gonna curate a list as we do this? What do you mean, like? Like, are we gonna, are we gonna just have the list in our heads, or are we gonna have the list on this computer?
0: So I think this is the a good list. Okay, and
1: then we'll just bump up stuff up and down.
0: Yeah. So we'll just talk about kind of like why, like why we pick these characters as father figures, and why we see them as like important. Well, is
1: Hawkeye on this list? Yes, yeah. I just saw. Him. I was reading
0: from the top. So, we have Howard Stark, Hank Pym, Tony Stark, Thanos, T'Chaka, N'Jobu, Yondu, Ego, Odin, Adrian Toomes, Scott Lang, Clint Barton, Obadiah Stane, and Ultron.
1: When you put Ultron on there, I almost lost my shit. You, you know, just added Ultron. Yeah,
0: because I, I removed him and she was like, I don't really want to talk about Ultron. But
1: Is I he like- really a dad, though?
0: Uh, he's the victim of being uh, a son, and also makes the vision. That's why I was just like, I think you doesn't... mentioned earlier Ultron, and I'm like, what?
1: Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh dang. Well, I think he's definitely the victim of some bad dads. Oh, that that makes Bruce Banner a dad. Kinda.
0: Well, that makes okay. the arguments of a lot of Age of Ultron critiques. Uh, okay. See, this is why very gave... very interesting. The whole monster thing? I can't have kids? Yeah. That.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Was that like... Yeah, we could talk about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, oof. Okay. Do you want to start from of... there?
1: um sure yeah well, i guess i guess there's we're... a lot of
0: stuff to plaque there about being a father and a parent
1: yeah are we gonna just have another hulk episode because i could talk about this I... <laughs> so this is something we don't we don't really see bruce banner's dad at all in the mcu yeah. but we do see like the little thing of like uh oh, man so we don't always get what we want kids <laughs> the whole i'm doing the rocking motion with my hand that's i'm assuming that's why you left um yeah yeah I but uh just to give some context. Because oh, okay. what I said wasn't for, it.
0: for the people at home.
1: <laughs> for the people at home. Um or on the transit or wherever they are. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, you know. Uh but Transit I, is your home. <laughs> oh my god, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh gee, it feels that way sometimes. Oof. Um Oof. Uh, but no so so there is an interesting thing to say there of where like Bruce Banner doesn't have a father figure. Mm-hmm. He has an absent dad in the MCU. Yeah. But from what we can surmise based on all of the comics, probably like a real shitty dad, like an evil dad even because of the way he treated his son and, yeah. and wife and stuff. Um and then Bruce wants to have kids.
0: Yeah.
1: We assume. Uh but can't or assumes he can't or shouldn't. We're not it's not quite clear if it's a genetic thing or like if it's a biological thing or if it's a psychological yeah. thing.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll see um, in She-Hulk. Hopefully.
1: That's not what that is.
0: He's going to appear in it.
1: Yeah. Because he gives her a blood transfusion. It's not like she's his kid.
0: No, but like, they'll talk about it in thing.
1: Okay, well, uh, cool. Maybe, maybe. I'm sorry, I was thrown by why I... Okay, Any. anyway, yes. That would be cool. I would like that. I'm excited for him to appear in She-Hulk, and I'm excited to see what they do with She-Hulk. I'm also very afraid we'll, we don't have to... Your
0: fears are... <laughs> very natural. Very, yeah, very, very, legitimate. very legitimate.
1: Very real and valid. Um, Your fears are valid. Jesus. <laughs> um, the spookiest way you could have said that. Happy
0: um, I mean, Halloween. The <laughs> uh,
1: but so he ends up creating this child basically with Tony, which there's a lot to tap into there. Um, that, but we won't have, um like, <laughs> but he invents a son essentially
0: yeah
1: which is such a thing which is they don't do anything with it no. especially because vision like immediately dies <laughs> but in like he's appears for like five seconds in endgame and then he's dead
0: oh yeah yeah
1: he like <laughs> i'm not saying chronologically but i'm saying in terms of screen time Vision gets zero character development in any way, except for like I believe in humanity, but <laughs> then he's gone, and then he's in a romantic relationship with Wanda that my God could have been so interesting and cool, but they ruined it. Well,
0: we'll see how Wanda Vision works.
1: <sighs> yeah, I guess we will. Um, uh, so uh, Ultron, but why? Yeah, uh, so why uh, is Ultron a dad? Because I don't really understand he wants how to make he's vision. involved in that. He wants to make Vision, but that's so he can become his own son. I don't think that.
0: I don't think it was that. I think it was well, because he did not want to
1: become his own son. That was that was being silly. But he, he Well he didn't create
0: that statement has interesting connotations in it the does. sense of like what does it mean when your father kind of wants your child like wants his child to be like him. Kind of making the child in your own image. There
1: are interesting things to say there. However, that is not developed (laughs) at all. It's not developed, and it's not even like the point of that arc. It's just an interesting way to phrase that. That has connotations, but like what he actually did was just creating himself in your body, which that has interesting personhood, you know, connotations, and you could do a whole episode about like trans narrative implications in the MCU (laughs) and like the things that has and like. Just well, because a lot of a lot of characters, like you could talk about, like Cap- so. Oh, this is turning into something else. Just to be very succinct, a lot of characters have bodily transformations in yes. the MCU, and yes. that that leave them reeling and leave them feeling out of place, or they transition Hulk. away from that. Hulk, Captain America, um, Black Widow. Um, oh, fuck, who else? Ultron. Am I cursing? Am I allowed to curse? Yes, it's yeah, okay. I I fucking curse all the time. I, I, fi- I figured. I just I, I always have a sudden panic. Um, I think <laughs> every time I'm on an episode, <laughs> I have a sudden panic. Um, yeah, there, but there's there's a lot of there's interesting things to talk about there. Anyway, back to the dads at hand. Back to the dads at hand. I think. Yeah. I d- I just don't know if Ultron is a dad. Okay. Because he didn't ultimately have any hand in creating Vision. He set him up. But the intellectual, emotional, and, like, physical aspects of Vision
0: mm-hmm.
1: are not, he's just not there.
0: Okay.
1: At most, I think he's an absent dad. Okay. In every, in every sense.
0: Okay. So, out of this list that I, since I just removed Ultron from it, who do you want to talk about first?
1: We could just go down, starting at the top. Oh Yeah,
0: I mean, we could start with the, the big daddy of them, them all. Oh, Howard Stark. That's
1: one way to put it. Yeah. In the sense of, you know... In the sense of being... The dad of the, the, the main... The biggest a-hole. He's not the biggest a-hole on this list. I want to no. make that very clear. He's he an is, asshole, but not the biggest asshole. asshole. Biggest I asshole. think he is a shitty dad. I don't think he's evil. I don't think he got a redemption. I think they tried to give him a redemption in Endgame, but you can't really have a redemption when you have one line, and your one line is...
0: I want to give what's best for my child. Like,
1: sure. Everyone's got good intentions. Yeah. But, like, you were absent. You were, like, emotionally and physically. You. Like, that doesn't make up for what you did. It doesn't excuse what you did. It it gives some context to it.
0: And it gives gives closure to Tony.
1: In some sense. In some sense. But it doesn't
0: fix the problems that he.
1: No, it's he doesn't he doesn't get to grow from that. He doesn't get to learn from that. There was no confrontation. There was no oh I messed up. Let's do better. There was that's that's a redemption arc. I don't I don't think that counts. There was an
0: interesting comment that Tony makes while they're running through the 1970s uh, Shield facility, mm-hmm. where it's just like Tony, why would you make that comment? Didn't you do like, don't you love making weapons and shit? I thought, I didn't know you have any sort of context on geopolitical stuff pre your birth, because uh, I think he made, he made like a comment about like his dad making like oh selling weapons to people or like blowing up terror like blowing up people and like uh, I don't know doing terrible thi- like he made a comment about how shield was doing terrible things and it's just like yes that is true but like I'm surprised that you would be making that comment. It's just you know it's it's like did you yeah. did you gain a, like a, an awareness of like the geopolitical state of society uh, you know pre superheroes. Yes. <laughs> like of I, our re- actual reality.
1: I think so because. Oh man, this is really we're, we don't we're have going to get, we, off the rails. We we,
0: we, we don't we shouldn't have to go towards. Brief summary. Okay.
1: I think he did because he made that big turnaround in the first movie of like not being interested in politics at all versus trying to understand it so that he could take a part in it and not support the wrong people and then there's the whole Sokovia Accords, etc. I think to understand all of that he would have done the Tony Stark thing of quickly reading through all of the context which included previous world
0: history. Okay.
1: That's what I assume.
0: Anyway. I think that makes sense. Also, you should check out our Civil War, Civil War episode. Yeah. Because I'm on Team Cap.
1: I listened to some of that. I just can't remember it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, because yeah. I, I listen listened to the other
0: stuff. No, it's okay. That's good. That's what we want people to do. Oh. But um, yeah, Howard Stark.
1: Yeah, I was on Team Cap for that one too. Um, that's why I think that's why I didn't join that one because the call went, the bad signal went up. Pardon my cross universe references. It's okay. But uh, and then there were so many people on Team Cap, and I was like, cool. I'm gonna bow out of this one, folks. <laughs> Y'all have fun. I am not gonna play devil's advocate on this one yeah um anyway
0: yes so howard appears in oh. iron man 2 mm-hmm. as well as a as a literal absent father yeah uh that adult, tells his son
1: not to play with things
0: tells his son not to play with things to uh
1: but the thing he was playing with was, was the, the thing was the love was, was the, the, love. the secret love that he had the, for his son that he hid in the monument this is of for
0: the, this is for you son
1: god you are the future this is the my greatest creation which is an interesting thing when you talk like greatest creation with then vision and then with t- tony and his daughter and all that stuff uh man you don't call your kid your greatest creation yeah not in that way
0: no i feel like I, I think, like I, I this think is my dad i did this I this think, is me i think my dad has said that that's rough yeah that's rough oof big oh oof i haven't spot. i haven't
1: mentioned my dad i've got a pretty cool dad pretty chill. <laughs> cool d- uh, every time I, s-
0: I hear people having cool interactions with their parents, it's like, oh, that's nice.
1: Uh, sorry. Yeah, that's
0: so much, it's not my fault. You know, it's just
1: yeah, my dad and I are pretty chill.
0: Circumstances of like, oh, uh, you know, seeing people like nice family photos and then assuming that the nicest in the family photo carries out throughout life. It's like, oh, that must be fun. Yeah. Going to Disney World and not having galley arguments every 20 minutes.
1: I also, well, I've never been to Disney World or Disneyland, so.
0: No, just implying, like, a classic, standard, like, family vacation. Yeah, but, like,
1: yeah, like the, the, like. go on
0: family vacations where, like, it's just constant yelling. Yeah. And it's like, now I'm just tired. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that's rough, buddy.
0: Oof. Anyway.
1: Back to the dads at hand. Back
0: to the dads at hand.
1: So, Howard Stark, I mean, I think he starts off, well, he's the first one, so he starts off at both the bottom and the top. He's gonna stay near the bottom. Is would be my. Oh, we're ranking. I don't want to. Are rank, we? Oh, okay. I thought yeah. that's what we were doing. We don't yeah, have to okay. rank the dads. Cool. That simplifies things. That's yeah. why I got confused earlier. Yeah,
0: we're just categorizing them and just kind of seeing. I was talking about our ranking episode in the sense yeah. of like. I
1: th- I thought we were gonna. Okay. No, we're not. Wrong. Gotcha. We're gotcha. just
0: looking at them and just kind of talking about them. I don't think there's no need to rank them.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Most of them are kind of shitty. You know?
1: Yeah, that'd be a broad spectrum, and by broad, I mean very depressing. (laughs) Yeah, oof. Uh, So, Howard Stark, shitty dad. Not, like, evil, necessarily. Yeah. But just, like, a shitty dad. Yeah. And kind of a shitty guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Just shitty. Yeah. Yeah, he probably, you know, helped give, make, you know, the imperialist war machine... Ten what times better. So oh, yeah, he said something about that. That's what Tony said. Something about the imperialist war machine, which was just like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, it's Tony, really that you were saying that something. It's really, I
1: He says something about the war machine when his best friend is named the war machine. Yeah.
0: Alrighty. Moving on, next... uh, uh, on to the next. Ready riff. Moving on to the next dad. I'm talking about Hank Pym.
1: Hank Pym. He's a redemption dad, sort of. Like I think his redemption is when he opens up to his daughter and starts trusting her. But before that, he's definitely like a super shitty dad, and he kind yeah. of still is. He's um, just like
0: he's just like a shit heel.
1: <laughs> a shit heel. A shit heel. Like he's like he's just kind of a heel. I don't know that I could explain that further. Unfortunately, I just so I he's like he's kind of emotionally just an idiot. And, but he, he's one of those dads that, and we see this a lot in the MCU, where they make a bad decision that they think is for the good, and they just kind of stick with it without ever really questioning it, even when it destroys all their relationships yeah. and their, their life. Because that's what happened with him and his daughter, like, rather than tell her about her mom, which would have, like, fixed so much stuff, in, like, not, not just their relationship of, like, why they grew apart is because he lied to her so much, yeah. and, like, about, not only about why her mother died, but about why he wouldn't let her take on the suit. If he had told her the truth, they could have had a real conversation about that. As opposed to, she splits off and, well, she's not going to do the suit now because she hates you, but, like, you could have still said she couldn't have the suit with her knowing about her mom, and maybe that would have even, like, given 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 her her some context of, like, why you're being this way and maybe why she shouldn't take the suit. Maybe if they'd grown up having those conversations... Like, he would have felt better about her having the suit, or she wouldn't have wanted the suit yeah. as much. One or the other. But just, he, he made a shitty decision and stuck to it. Mm. To the detriment of all his relationships. And then, has his redemption arc at, like, the end of the first movie, basically. Or tor- towards the end, not at the yeah. end
0: but Do you think he, what do you, what do you think happens in Ammon the Wasp with him?
1: I think, well, I think he and his daughter seem to have a good relationship now?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like
1: it, which is solid.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because, like, where is the where is the character in like Ant-Man and the Wasp? We actually ranked it higher than Ant-Man One,
1: hmm.
0: but Scott doesn't really have any character growth in Ant-Man and the Wasp, but neither does Hank and Janet. Yeah. So it's like interesting, like, what well, who who's growing, who's changing, and like, part of me thinks like I don't think anyone really is.
1: I think Ghost
0: does. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I think that's an interesting one because do we even have? Because he should be in here. And that Who, yeah, there
1: really isn't a, any personal growth in that <laughs> in that movie. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting.
0: Oh, sorry. Very good.
1: I going to resettle in this silence because this chair sure is the loudest chair ever. I feel like I'm gonna break it. Bill time.
0: Foster is an interesting dad cuz he's a father figure to a Ghost.
1: Oh yes, yes. Well, he basically is her dad cuz he takes her in yeah. essentially when she's like 6.
0: And yeah, I don't know if he I don't know if he does anything bad cuz in the end they all make up and they're all friends again.
1: I think he's actually like a good dad. Yeah. Like he emotionally supports her and draws the line when she goes too far
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like not just emotionally but like physically supports her of like trying to keep her stable and find a cure and yeah. like Yeah. I was honestly really pleasantly surprised. I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I was really pleasantly surprised by his character and his whole relationship with her in that movie and like that whole thing. I think Ghost I didn't love the character portrayal.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: it felt a little over the top. Mm-hmm in a way that I don't think was to the benefit of the movie. Makes like, she didn't really fit... Because the whole thing with Ant-Man is, like, it has the different vibe of a lot of other movies in the MCU of being a little bit sillier but also more down-to-earth in a weird way in, and kind of in a punny way. But she was so, like, cartoonish and not in the same way that everyone else was. Like, she was... She, she looked like she was coming from more of, like, a grim-dark, like too too dark like too gritty like winter soldier yeah no but not winter soldier because there was no it it just wasn't grounded like winter soldier is dark and gritty but not in like not in the same way i'm st- i'm struggling with this it's anyway, okay it's okay back to the dads at hand back to the, to the, to that's my we talked a race. lot we
0: talked a lot about bill we talked a lot about yes. hank are you do you want to talk any more about hank or do you think you're good with? i it?
1: think i'm good with hank Talk about Scott now, since we're just on Ant Man. Yeah, we're yeah we can talk about Scott. Good dad. Good dad. He's Fucking a good dad. great dad. I think he's he might even be a redemption dad because, I mean this I think we were talking about this in the cold open. He's first he's pretty absent because he has made some choices that while perhaps morally have some weight yeah. and are cool, as as the Dairy Queen uh, manager said, super cool. He Makes choices that remove him from his daughter's life and all that stuff. But he's still emotionally supportive. So he's a good dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a good dad. He's just a good... Yeah, I mean, like... shows, he shows up, he commits. It's like the one thing he does commit to is trying to be a good dad.
0: I love him in Endgame. I think him, his interactions with older Cassie is just interesting.
1: I yeah I should I should go back and rewatch those scenes at the very least now that I there's have only a context. few but yeah exactly but, but it's, it's just like interesting
0: t- kind of like holy shit yeah you yeah, the, the weight of what's happening but, yeah know, like how that affects his you know him being a father in the future how's that gonna work out
1: it's gonna be interesting I um,
0: I would like to see I a hope. third amen. Yeah,
1: It would be something. I'm I'm just so like kind of nervous and burnt out about all post Endgame movies. A lot of
0: people are. We are collectively at A.B. Marvel. We're just kind of like burnt out. And yeah. Kind of, like we're just dealing with a lot, but also like, where's we, our drive is kind of missing because we don't know. We have no, we're we're just completely lost in the ether. Yeah. And like maybe like you know in the spring when Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out, it's like fun and entertaining and a good yeah. buddy cop thing. And it's like, oh, I'm excited. And how then how, how Black, much
1: seen shazam. shazam
0: shazam came out last year
1: yeah but I, I i'm just asking i haven't seen it but like how is it? that's not a marvel movie what oh you're right
0: oh fuck it is good
1: oh fuck that's why i was like why haven't we talked about shazam because there's yeah. a ton of dads in that why did i think it was a marvel movie i've embarrassed myself because i'm remembering now it's, that superman his and batman hang out with shazam all the time his <laughs> what am name, i doing
0: his character name is captain marvel before they changed it to shazam oh, that's right was like in the fifties, sixties. Wow. Yeah, I so was really Because re-
1: I, 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 I may not have seen the movie, but I did read a lot of wiki stuff, because I that's what I do. But yeah. anyway, so sorry. <laughs> Back to the dads at hand, and not Shazam.
0: That kind of rhymed. Um, yeah. But um yeah, so we'll see, kind of like what happens. In Black
1: yeah. I just I feel like Tony Stark is just gonna loom over everything, just like he did in fucking Far From Home. Do is it Tony Stark time? I think it's Tony Stark time. Can we just segue into Tony Stark time? Or did you want to save him?
0: I want to save him. Okay, cool. What do you want want to do now? Hold on, let me me go back to the list. Uh, We're going to save these two for the end.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, those are big. I feel like
0: we're going to talk about our, we're going to talk about our space dads.
1: Oh, space dads. Let's talk about
0: Odin first. Okay. Let's go with Odin. What are your thoughts on Odin? Well, he
1: sucks. (laughs) He's a really shitty dad. He's honestly almost an evil dad. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah I mean like, like Hella kind of shows it off with the the, yeah. the thing on the on the ceiling
1: like you could you could make an argument for Redemption Dad you'd be wrong you could make an argument for it though of like if we look at it chronologically he realized he fucked up and then tried to do better with his next kids but not really like he he's just such a shithead yeah. not even a shithead like there's nothing pathetic about him he's just he's just the worst yeah. like not the worst of like his first kid turned into a genocidal murderer literally like the goddess of death oof and then banished her and hid her from the world and um, all this stuff and then for his next big move he's like why don't I just kidnap this abandoned child who's the prince of my enemy like why don't I just have a little sneaky sneaky cheeky teek? Of that of that little Which, bit. But I mean ongoing. it's also
0: based off North mythology.
1: No, I, I I understand. Yeah. But that I'm just saying that it, like, it comes
0: like these yes. things are collectively, yes. you know, in the ether oh, of human yeah. consciousness because mythology of
1: mythology is riddled with bad dads. Yeah. It is known. So in but in the movies <laughs> Steals' this baby, raises these children like with like both of you were born to be kings, but only one will take the throne Uh. and other such cryptic, threatening (laughs) things to say to children. Um, Oh, my God. Like, when they're playing as kids, and, of course, like, (laughs) he dresses Loki up like a villain as a child. Like, has him wear, basically, like, Hella's hand-me-downs. I saw an interesting thing about that, of, like, interesting that Loki and Hella wear, like, the same clothes, huh? Interesting. Interesting, just interesting stuff. Um, which also which also, ma- which also was, makes Thor like the jock outcast black sheep of the family.
0: <laughs> which is also though interesting though because Loki in the comics uh, is, is, is very injo- androgynous. Well, it's
1: genderqueer, yeah. Yeah, Gender fluid.
0: So it's interesting that Loki in the movies would be wearing Helen's clothing.
1: That is interesting. I I wish they would do something with that, but they won't. Also,
0: I was gonna to say, maybe, maybe, maybe they do it in this Loki. show, but like, yeah. I don't know.
1: That would be cool. Oh, jeez.
0: Oh, Jesus. The wind.
1: Loki, are you here with us? Uh, anyway. Uh, little,
0: maybe Loki's a little pissed I off. I think
1: something blew over up upstairs or something. Whatever. Okay. What? Uh, yeah, but he's also like Hella's dad. In the yeah. In the comics, in, in the comics yeah. and in mythology. <laughs> to oh, go yeah. deeper. But like,. In the movies, that's sort of offloaded. And they have a good relationship, too. Like, I mean, as good as a relationship you can have with your, like, outcast queen of hell daughter. But, like, yeah. But in the movies, they meet, like, once or twice in passing as enemies. And so there's not anything there. But Odin, Odin just fucks up all his kids, man. All of them,
0: and then he's just like, "All right, I'm gonna go now. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm
1: gonna go to sleep." <laughs> like hits the hay in what the second movie or whatever for no. the whole second movie.
0: Oh, in the second movie, yeah, yeah. he's
1: just in like cryo sleep or whatever the fuck. Yeah. He's like, "I'm in my, I'm in my healing trance," mm-hmm. and he's in like a gold field. That's the second one, right? I'm not crazy. I think so. Yeah, and then he's cool because he's dead in the third one. Um, my God. It is interesting that not only was, like, Odin a shitty dad, he was also, like, such a shitty ruler. And that when Loki takes over, like, he's a better ruler because all he does is, like, make statues of himself and do, like, more public theater. Which is, like, enriching the arts of the community. It's, there's, there's, (laughs) it's interesting. Um,
0: Public theater is a very, that's a very... Taiga with TD thing. To yeah.
1: Do. Oh, yeah. And to have Matt Damon. <laughs> so good. Um, That's just yeah. a really good thing. That's it's so just good. good.
0: It's really good. Alright. Let's talk about. We yeah. talk about Odin. Fuck Odin. Fuck Odin. Yeah. So, where do I put him in? He's
1: one of the shittiest.
0: <laughs> I put him in Redemption Dads. Oh, yeah. no.
1: Fuck that dad down to evil dads. Don't fuck that dad. That dad's shitty. <laughs> his, his, he's. he's one for two on decent children, from his from his loins, and then the third one, the jury's out.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right, now we're gonna move. No, on No thanks
1: to him. It's all the moms doing that any of them are decent. Moving on.
0: True. We're gonna move on to Yondu. Yondu. Because he appears in two movies.
1: Yeah, that's a redemption dad if I've ever seen one.
0: Oh yeah, it's like a pristine redemption dad. That is like.
1: I don't know about pristine, but yeah. In the sense close, of like
0: yeah. you know when you think of like a redemption dad. You shitty in a lot of respects, but also I don't know how to be a parent.
1: Yeah, like, it's it doesn't excuse his absolutely awful parenting, but it is interesting to give some context of he was, you know, he was trying to dad the best he could. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. Not an excuse, but it is, it, it gives some interesting weight to his character. Yes. And then, like,
0: which he, has some, he... Which has some interesting, like, because, I mean, you know, James Gunn writes very personally a lot of the situations that he writes about like his favorite character is Rocket
1: I'm really interested to see what he does with Rocket's backstory cuz I think that's going to be the third that's movie That's going to be a lot that's of what the third is going to be cuz I think
0: I think it's going to be Rocket's end movie cuz well cuz Rocket is a raccoon. Yeah. Raccoons don't live very long. Shut up. <laughs> here's, well, here's
1: the thing about Rocket, like he makes that crack in the first movie, but he's cybernetically enhanced. Yeah. He's been genetically experimented on like, crazy. We don't even know what's happened to him. Yeah, he so could it to say that he hasn't been exposed to a ton of radiation and can or something. Live super long, yeah. yeah. Or that he is, like, basically functionally a robot. So, like, he has, like, a crazy pacemaker or something that's, like, making yeah. his body work when we'll, it's not we'll supposed to. We'll
0: figure that to... out at three.
1: We're gonna, we're gonna see it. I really just... I don't... I don't want him to die. I feel like every time a character, like, starts getting good in Guardians, they die. <laughs> oof.
0: Oof. Yeah. Oof.
1: Yeah, big oof. They had to reboot Groot.
0: Would Rocket
1: be a dad? Rocket is a dad. Yes. Know, Rocket know, is a dad. I think well oh my god, Rocket is a dad also, um, what's his face god. is dad? Shirtless, uh, achy nipples guy. nipples. <laughs> <laughs> <A-key> Drax. <laughs> Sensitive nipples fan, Drax.
0: Did you know uh, you know the only Sensitive time he dad. wore you know the only time he wore a shirt was in the end game funeral scene.
1: <laughs> to be polite. To be polite. That's why he was crying because he was in so much
0: pain. <laughs> he so much pain.
1: <laughs> oh, we shouldn't make light of Drax's bodily issues. Yeah. Let's... Drax, and then also. Drax
0: is that Peter
1: Quill is dad. To to Groot, I'm saying they're all dads to Groot.
0: They're all dads to Groot. Yeah. Groot has like six dads.
1: Yes. Well, not that many. Like three dads and like three moms. Okay. But. Drax. I
0: don't is... know. I would feel like. Oh, well, we'll see how what happens in, th- in 3, but, like, I feel like Nebula would be very much more of a dad-esque than a mom-esque.
1: Well, that's the interesting thing of, like, well, then you're talking about what makes a dad. Is it, is it a set of behaviors, oh, or God. is it gender? Because it, I think the reason you're saying that is because the dad role is this sort of emotionally distanced a little bit, like, closed-off figure is, like, awkward and a stronger hand rather than a, an emotional, empathetic one. That's the sort of stereotyped role.
0: But, like, Scott isn't even that.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So why would she be a dad figure?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. I just get an aura.
1: Right? But that's like you could still, that's what I'm saying. You could still
0: have an emotional connection with with Groot. I mean, it's probably harder, but, like, I don't know.
1: But she would be a mom. Because she's a she. That's what, this is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, but then that becomes down to what does it? what does gender mean? Well, th-
1: that comes down to, it is what people want it to mean, and if she identifies as a woman, which she does, then she is a woman,
0: yeah. and
1: she is a mom. Whether she likes it or not. She's more of an aunt, really. But... Yeah. Crazy. She's yeah. a mom. Like, just because someone acts more like we perceive... Like, more typical of what... A, like, just because someone's behaviors are more easily... Um, aligned with something you would expect from a dad doesn't make them a dad gotcha that's interesting yeah
0: i mean gender there and parenting are, is probably there are
1: emotionally distant moms there are brusque moms there like you know like yeah. you could you can you can make jokes about like oh well she'd be the you're the dad of the friend group because you're you like barbecuing and you're emotionally distant like but that doesn't make, <laughs> that doesn't mean you know that yeah. doesn't mean that if if a woman does that. She's suddenly a dad. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, you know, she's she's a mom. Mm-hmm. She's just a barbecue emotionally
0: distant mom. Interesting. Yeah.
1: It it is gender it is theory interesting. and
0: parenting probably has a lot. I, I don't I, I don't know yeah. I don't know how that works.
1: It's it's well, it's I not that I do. I'm not I'm not a dad or a mom or a parent of any description. I I assume
0: parenting is weird. I feel like we should have done this with an actual dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's get a dad in here. Can we get a dad? Can we get a dad? uh, Excuse me, waiter. Can we get a dad? Can we get like
0: three dads? (laughs)
1: There's a dad in my soup.
0: (laughs) There's a dad in my soup. (laughs) Yondu. Jeez. Yeah, but like uh,
1: there's a dad. A Yon. Okay, let's talk about Yondu. Let's cast all the all the moms and dads talk aside. Sorry. I need to, (laughs) need to get. I need to settle in. Get serious. Oh man, we need to crank up the speed on this because I gotta go soon. No, that's okay. <laughs> I assume you do too.
0: I do, but like Yondu. Yondu.
1: Shitty dad to start out with. Redemption dad by yeah. the end. Good dad. Yeah. He gives Peter solid advice. He, you know, it turns. It's it's a very. Oh man. Okay. So I I, I don't want to talk too much about this because, as we both know, Lindsay has done a much better job of talking about yeah. Yondu in the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy two, of like how he's shitty but like Lindsay Ellis still love their, yes Lindsay Ellis sorry YouTuber YouTuber film critic
0: yeah.
1: lots of good opinions about things that are like you know based on a lot of research and study and yeah. stuff um, and she, she had a really interesting episode on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and specifically about like points about Yondu and Peter and that relationship and how that's sort of fraught and sort of redeemed but it's more like Peter has to come to terms with the fact that he Yandu wasn't like an evil dad or a really good dad. He was just like a shitty dad who was trying and failing and and now he, Peter's gonna have mixed memories about him forever.
0: Yeah. But you know, that kind of that send off that the Ravagers gave him was really touching and, sad. Yeah, and also, great. Yeah, and also the the heart to heart that Yondu and Rocket had was kind of really interesting considering that Rocket also being a father root
1: yeah
0: um it has really interesting implications on like how rocket moving forward being a father you yeah. know considering that his technically his son's been dead for five years
1: oh yeah oh my god rocket just lost five years of his life his short his presumably short life he didn't lose he it he lived it yeah well, i mean he doesn't look yes but he doesn't he didn't get to spend it with anyone he loved
0: he that's going to have interesting implications. He yes. spent five years with a bunch of strange human Can beings. Can I just say,
1: I'm so fucking mad that Thor went off with the Guardians. Get out of there. That's not your soup. Get that dad out of that soup.
0: <laughs> Get that dad out of that soup.
1: He's not supposed to be He's going to okay, ruin the whole dynamic.
0: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay.
1: I'm so worried. We'll, we'll see what happens.
0: We have movies to describe that. Now we have to talk about what has already happened. We have to talk
1: yeah. About already happened. Let's
0: talk about these dads. Ego. Let's move on to ego. Ego. Holy Evil shit. Dad. Evil Shady, dad, evil terrible dad bad, dad, bad dad, bad dad, next dad. No, well, I mean, like, this has a lot. The reason, kind yes. of, like, I wanted to do this episode was because of ego. Yeah, no, I, I didn't of, like, actually
1: mean we should move on. I was oh just yeah, like, but uh, yeah.
0: personal connection, not in the sense of like, you know, kind of forcing, you know, your your child to do kind of what you want them to be, and realizing I don't want to be a part of that, even though it's like, oh, you have all this in your, in, well, like, in his case, literally in his blood, but like. <laughs> whether it be, like, in financial situations, in political situations. It's like, I don't want this. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be attached to this. Which is has very personal uh, relationship, you know, issues with my life. Um, Where it's like, I don't want to be a, you know, a racist, wealthy asshole who exploits people.
1: Damn, get him.
0: I don't want that. (laughs) Get him. Roast him. I mean, he's, he's just a lawyer. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's not like he necessarily exploits people, but he the that's money better. that he yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know, I got gotcha. you. It's very different things.
1: I I was genuinely here for that. That wasn't me. No, I understand. I like, yeah, you're,
0: you're good. You're yeah. Good. So it's like you know, it's interesting because yeah, this episode's gonna be called "Sins of the Father." <laughs>
1: sins, of the fa- sins of the fathers. Sins or of the fathers. Or just sins of the father.
0: Sins of the father, because that's the name of the trope, and yeah, then dash dads of the MCU. Because, I, you know, I think... Dash,
1: you, get riddled with these awful dads. Well, like,
0: the fact that uh, uh, Ego has not been active in, you know, qu- Peter's life has yeah. been very, you know... I mean, that that's the whole point of Yandu's character in this... The whole point. You
1: know, it's not just that. It's that if he hadn't been, he would have tried to kill Peter, basically. Or, yeah. he, sorry, he assumed that Peter would die.
0: Yeah. And it's like...
1: Like the... Like, uh, like a homicidal dad. Yeah. This, I don't, you don't get much worse than that.
0: Yeah. And it's like he's he's those types of people that think like oh, I must implant my seed, literally, I, literally yeah. implant seed, yeah. um, and the, the 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 woman only exists to um, birth my child.
1: Yeah, I'm, and then he st- he was like literally like oh, I started to fall for her, and I knew I if I came back I would stay, so I had to kill her. And it's like great. That <laughs> is like, that cool. is like
0: like the thing is is that like that is very like fucking. Horrible. Yeah. But it also has like there's people out there that really fucking think that. Like a lot of fucking people. Yep. Like a lot of toxic men who go around and kind of think like uh, if you can't if I fall in love with you you must die. And it's like yeah, that's that, like what do you what do you think this is? Some fucking Shakespearean work of art? <laughs> right, isn't that very Shakespearean? I don't know about that. Greek?
1: I don't know. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Literature <laughs> uh, literature and history is weird. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. Ego, bad dad. Bad. Just very
1: bad. You were very I mean, you were very solemn
0: dad. during this.
1: I mean, did he's you just wanna so... did you wanna
0: mention something? Just...
1: No, he's just I just it's there's just not a lot of jokes to make when it's such a bad, shitty dad. Yeah. Like not just shitty as a dad but shitty as a being. Oh yeah, of course. Just like on on every level, just extremely bad and evil and bad. Yeah. Like like, like not only like a murderer of his own children, but like emotionally manipulated not only to them but to their mothers mm-hmm. and parents, and like basically a kidnapper, like an at ab- first an absentee dad, then a kidnapper, then a murderer mm-hmm. for all of his children, hundreds of children, thousands of children, maybe. Yeah. and then tries to take over the body of his son
0: mm-hmm.
1: because his son is nothing more than a tool for him to achieve his own ends. Like there, there's so many levels of bad daditude in that. That, that, that Mr. Gun, <laughs> layered in there get just, wow, Mr. Gun.
0: Mr. Gun. has
1: a lot of things to work through.
0: Yeah, yeah. don't we all? Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Drax briefly.
1: Oh, yeah, he's, he's presumably a really good dad. Seemed, seemed like a good dad. Seemed like a
0: good dad. Yeah, it's kind of sucks. Kind of a
1: shitty weirdo in general, but, like, <laughs> good, good dad.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's Drax. And then, um. Um, we're going to do um, we're going to do Rocket? The, uh, yeah let's do Rocket so sp- briefly.
1: Sp- just briefly. Yeah. Good dad.
0: Good dad. You know I think he has his own issues to carry out and I oh, think yeah. it's going to be interesting to kind of see like you know he really cares for Groot.
1: Yeah. He's a, he's a shitty he's just kind of a shithead. Yeah. Just like kind of though. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's because a, he's
0: been through so much.
1: He's been, well it's I, explains not excuses. Yeah. Um, Or not excuses not the other pronunciation. Yeah. Yep. But, like, just some shit he does is so yeah. shitty, and hopefully he's getting better now, we but he's still, yeah. like, he's still, like, a prankster and, like, a rascal who... In
0: Endgame, he seems a little bit more, like, I mean, I think it's because more, like, this is, like, yeah. some serious shit, yeah. so, like, he seems much more, like, toned down on the assholeness, even though he still is.
1: Yeah. He's still, uh, like, low-key, like, but, like, kind of a fun asshole, whereas before he's, like, stealing people's like uh, mobility yeah. aids and like <laughs> like uh, you know it's going to be really funny he's going to wake up and he can't walk. <laughs> ah! It's like rocket. What you could you could delve into that more in a hopefully it will because like he has tons of body issues. Yeah. And so it's like his easy way of getting back at people and finding like maybe that's why his sense of humor is so warped because like anyway. Um no, I have a has... lot of a lot of interesting thoughts about Rocket. You, you really you <laughs> really
0: love the Guardians, don't you?
1: I really love certain guardians. No,
0: I'm saying the guardians of the movies themselves. I was like, yeah,
1: I like them. I like them a lot. Oh, I right. really, really like Rocket. Yeah. I love monsters.
0: I know. Yeah, we talked about. He was. had
1: a scene where he was like, I didn't ask to be turned into some little monster, and I'm like, there it is. There it is. There's my guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. So you're gonna love. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna just, lose you're, you're my pissed, mind. You're probably pissed off about the dark universe. Though.
1: <laughs> what? The dark universe. What?
0: We've talked about this. Have we? Yes, we have. What? It, what it, the universal dark u- universe that they were going to do, a cinematic universe of all the monster movies.
1: Oh, yeah, we have talked about this. Yeah, I, sorry, I thought that was something in the MCU that I was just... Yeah. Okay, no. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, re- I'm really upset that... the. Guillermo Toro can't do everything that he wants to do.
0: I want Guillermo to del Toro to do it at the Mountains of Madness. I want,
1: I want him to get everything that he wants because it's yeah. what I want to do. <laughs> I wanted him to do The Hobbit. It would have been amazing. Yeah. It would have been so good.
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on. Oh, uh, sorry. It's okay.
1: The, the amount of tangents we're hitting are just amazing. So many tangents, yeah. but this is
0: like who we are as people. Yeah, so this it. is true. Uh, we're going to move on to, we're actually going to do, before we get into the big daddy of the mall. Do you, which one do you want to end on? Thanos?
1: I think we got to end on Tony Stark.
0: Oh, because we haven't covered him.
1: Yeah, he's the one with... The,
0: <laughs> so then region. we'll do Thanos to Tony Stark. But, yeah. so, then let's do... We still we'll, have to do... Clint.
1: S- Clint, Stain, Adrian. I don't really want to talk about Stain, really. Okay, I, w- I really was just going to say, Stain, the first bad Obadiah, dad. Obadiah Stane. Oh, Shitty. Iron Man 1.
0: Yeah. Bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, bad dad. Be- in the sense of, like, mentors, Tony, we have to clarify. yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Like he, a, he's a
1: father figure
0: to Tony, yes,
1: and evil yes. and shitty, yes.
0: yeah. Um, because money, um, we're gonna talk about Clint in a little bit.
1: Yeah, let's talk about Clint. Clint, man, I really don't want to talk about Clint. Clint is like, just I fucking hate him. He could have been so great, and where the places he went in Endgame, I just fucking hate this guy. <laughs> I really, I really genuinely. Well, it's hate gonna this be, guy.
0: it's gonna be interesting in the Hawkeye TV show. Have you not been paying attention? No. He's gonna be building up... It's actually based off of, like, a really interesting comic book line. He's gonna be teaching... What's her fucking name? how to be a.
1: No, um, they're doing that run? Yeah. With him? With Renner? Yeah. No! Oh, no! He's
0: Hawkeye in the MCU. It's
1: gonna it? be... Oh, God. Get him out of there. He's
0: gonna be Wasn't <laughs> his
1: failed app bad enough to get him out of there?
0: Um, his app scam? You should have a discussion with Layla about Jeremy Renner and all I'm that. sure I did. I sure should. Fuck. Yeah, she
1: okay. has so presumably he's a good dad. His kids seem to love him. We don't see him much because they're just a complete random curveball that shouldn't have existed. <laughs> but I, yeah. guess, I guess he's a good dad. He certainly seems to love him enough to commit a bunch of like hate crimes war afterwards. crimes. Yeah. Cool beans, great. Well, not hate crimes, war crimes.
0: Sure. oh yeah
1: let's go let's go with that often those two are synonymous (laughs) oof, Oof. big oof big oof big Big oof all right taking big shots i'm just so mad that's okay
0: yeah let's move on then from Flint. we're talking about adrian tombs a bit from homecoming
1: (laughs) yeah okay there we go um the vulture um just a shitty dad evil evil but also shitty but like
0: it's interesting because like he cares for his daughter yeah, and like I mean, like threatening a kid with a gun is uh, bad, because he realizes that he's Peter, yeah, uh, that he's Spider Man, which is like one of my favorite scenes in the MCU because, it's like, it's haunting.
1: I don't know about haunting, but it is fraught with tension.
0: Yeah, for, the, ha- for, the tension is the, ha- is, haunting, is the is no. the is the haunting part. Yeah. So yeah, gotcha. um, yeah, that was cool. I was just like in in the theater when I was watching, I was like. Oh no! I
1: was just like grinning to myself, like a little imp, like. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Ooh, how are you gonna get out of this one, Spider Man? <laughs> yeah. uh, Spider Man, how are you gonna get out Spider-Man? of this one? And then J. Jonah Jameson. I'm so glad that J. Jonah Jameson is exactly who and where he should be. I know. I'm really hyped about I'm it. So I'm, excited
0: for, I'm excited for. am excited for Spider Man Three. It's gonna uh, be very much J. Jonah I'm, Jameson. Gonna I'm be really like. sad
1: talk- that he's not secret anymore, though.
0: We'll see how they play it out. There could be ways that it could, it could, it could it back a bit yeah. but like um it's interesting because yeah. someone did made the joke that the first mcu movie started with the character the the, the, M- the infinity saga started with a character coming out saying i am higher man and the, the mcu and the infinity saga ended with a character revealing themselves yeah. or being revealed, being revealed yeah.
1: i mean like forcibly
0: okay. forcibly i mean there's a ways to 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 deny that and ways to get out of it but we'll see what happens
1: talking about Adrian Toombs. I think the reason that I think...
0: Adrian.
1: Adrian. He's a... He's a it, it goes back to the thing we were getting at in the <laughs> cold open of what makes you a bad dad. Is it lying to your children? Is it... Like, it? what is... Like, where do you draw the line of, like, is he a good dad because he was, like, emotionally there for his kids, or is he a bad dad because he's, like, a bad person uh-huh. and lied to them about it? Uh-huh. Like, not, sorry, not a bad person necessarily, but, like, man, we're getting into some some sticky wickets. Yeah. Um, the things he does are morally, ethically, and legally reprehensible. Oh, we
0: don't I mean, even need to include it legally.
1: <laughs> sure, but uh, there is a there dis- is a distinction there in the MCU. Yes, of uh, a lot of vigilantes, so.
0: You said that word weird. Vigilantes. Vigilantes. Sure. Oh. Potato. Oh. Potato. Oh God. Okay. Uh, have you ever heard anyone say potato? <laughs>
1: I hate this. You hate it? Whoa, this, I'm gonna break this chair. Don't break this chair. I'm not, I'm trying not, I, I swear I'm trying not to. But every time I move, it, it changes.
0: <laughs> oh, no, God.
1: It's like, watch this. It, the whole thing. We
0: don't have time for the chair.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Adrian Toomes.
0: Adrian Toomes.
1: He... We really got deep in the weeds. He is, like, very loving towards his family. But in this, at the same time, he puts them in this awful position of... He lies to them about what he does and where he's going and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. He puts them eventually into a position of, well, he got caught, so now they have to leave their home and their friends and go across the country and... Because they moved to Oregon.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's shitty like so where is it like an anti-redemption dad of like a fallen dad
0: i don't know he's always been kind of like that that's how they became successful was in a very nice very nice house is yeah. because of
1: oh um, yeah i'm saying so at what point does that become does he become a bad dad if he does because either he was one all along or he becomes one at the end because he gets caught i think he kind of was one all
0: but like, here's the thing: Was he necessarily a bad father to his daughter?
1: Well, that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, that depends. Like, like if cause he, he was didn't... emotionally there for her and supportive, but like he lied to her about who he was. Yes, and what his job was. Yeah, yeah. and so
0: That has like I don't and know tried,
1: tried to kill her date. So like,
0: well, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't think she does that.
1: Well, no, but we do.
0: Yeah. Um. And I think it's interesting, though, he did keep his identity a secret.
1: What do you mean? Oh, he kept Peter's identity a secret. He kept Peter's identity yes, secret. Yes. That is not a dad. And now
0: baby. that it is revealed, it's going to be interesting if they'll actually do Sinister Six.
1: Mm.
0: But people are saying that they'll do Craven the Hunter. Okay. Because these,
1: these mean very little to me.
0: Yeah, this is for the fans at home. Kramer the Hunter is, <laughs> yeah, like, basically I just wanted you to know. a time-traveling assassin who loves sheep. No, not sheep. Whoa, like leopard skins. leopard prints.
1: Okay, there we go. That's a little more on brand for, like, a time-traveling assassin. Yeah. Cause just a, I was, like, really into the idea of, like, a woolly friend.
0: Yeah. So, um, that's going to be interesting. So, because he's in the center six, so it will be cool to get, like, a... Big battle, like they actually do sitters of six well, so really cool. But yeah, moving on from Adrian, I think it's kind of, yeah, I think it was kind of interesting that he kept his Peter's identity a secret. Um, but I think that's because of him still being a father, he wants to deal with it on his terms.
1: Yeah, he was,
0: And and also Peter made sure that Adrian stayed alive.
1: Yes, I think he was definitely trying to be a good dad the whole time. But it's that thing of, like, well, was he, though? Just because he made these choices and committed to it doesn't necessarily mean... Like, even if it was to protect his family and all that stuff, wasn't necessarily the right choice.
0: Yeah, and I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, this is like, it could, yeah it's, it's just... We're not... Fa- I'm not quizzing not, you. We're not like, fathers, so...
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I, th- I think it wasn't the right choice, but... Mm-hmm.
0: I, don't I mean, know. like, I don't think it was the right choice either, but I don't know if...
1: There's a lot of dual dads.
0: still a... Yeah, yeah, dual Just, like, dads.
1: him, Hank Pam, Like, dads who keep things from their children for what they think is their children's safety, which is also T'Chaka.
0: That's a good segue, because we're going to talk about T'Chaka right now.
1: Awesome. Well?
0: So we're going to talk about T'Chaka <laughs> and Injobu, because, yeah. you know, they're both fathers, they're brothers, Yeah. and um, they have a very interesting relationship with their children.
1: Yeah, they 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 create the conflict in...
0: In all of yeah. and it's interesting when you look at it, when it pertains to, I mean... talking about this it's gonna be a little awkward but we'll give a brief synopsis that we've always talked about you know um the the conflict of race on like a massive level is actually kind of caused by these two in the sense that chachaka not doing anything on like a massive scale um refusing to kind of like help out you know the massive uh, you know population of black people that have been kind of subjugated by the rest of society that we live in and in Jobu... Subjugated uh, is a
1: rough word to use, but yes. Yes. What was... Subju- subjugated just implies that they are still subjugated. Uh,
0: oppressed. Appre- yes. Yeah, oppressed is the better yeah. word to use. Um, I'll edit that. Uh, whatever.
1: It's... Uh, I. up to yeah.
0: And, Oh, yeah. So, you know, massive amounts of oppressed people across the planet, and Chaka refusing to do that and kind of I, uh, adhering to some sort of isolationist policy yeah. has not only fucked over the future of of our character T'Challa but has fucked over Wakanda and Wakanda's view of society or yeah. the view of Wakanda uh, now that they're out in the open on the rest of society so it's gonna be interesting mm. to kind of see like where have you been this whole time like yeah. well like areas in Philly were getting bombed by like the US government and it's like
1: yeah although they might not even address that because Infinity War happened so soon after the reveal that it might just be overshadowed in a lot of people's minds.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would it, like, I mean, you could definitely do it in like a black Panther too. The way that Ryan Coogler is probably, you know, has, is willing to go that far to talk about these topics. You yeah. may talk about, you know, may go into a little bit more, That'd awesome. but, um, and Jobu is also, you know, uh, black Panther. So it's interesting. Black Panther party in the sense. And, that has interesting connotations as well because there's some Black Panthers out there who believe in a more anarchistic method, which as I am not an anarchist uh, I'm like, I'm fine but like I disagree with on bringing about revolutionary tactics so it's like, it's interesting where like is like, yeah, let's give all the guns to all the oppressed people which is which I don't think that's going to bring about change, it's just bring about violent change, which won't necessarily change the systems at play.
1: Well, yeah, but I... That's that's a Black yeah,
0: Panther argument, but...
1: it's I I'm, I All I wanted to say is that's what Eric slash Killmonger was, like, raised on, mm-hmm. is that philosophy, so... And he has that scene with his dad, with N'Jobu.
0: That scene is...
1: Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Just awful. You Just
0: want to talk about it a little bit more?
1: A, a little bit, because, again, this is a little bit beyond my depth but the just him saying that like then I haven't been a good father like I haven't prepared you at all yeah like that's just rough and I think like
0: you know there's the the whole stereotype um the cultural stereotype that like black fathers are absent and like and it like for some people who that is the case yeah for people that I know uh it's a very personal and serious thing, and yeah. it's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah,
1: and like, yeah. There's something also to be said for the fact that that like N'Jobu became he didn't he didn't choose to be absent. He was killed. Yeah, of course. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like he wanted to be there. Like, it, it's was he a bad dad because he didn't prepare his seven-year-olds like however old yeah. eric what like five seven i i'm bad with kids yeah and I was
0: think. he a bad dad for trying to defend his community from like uh you know massive you know oppression uh, yeah. in the united states i don't know you know it's the 90s that yeah. you know the ronnie king riots were literally going on as we yeah. were talking about it and it's that's like i mean yeah. like i don't really know how to kind of grapple that
1: I, well, I not, don't know that we're... We shouldn't to, even... We
0: shouldn't. <laughs> it's no, not I'm, our place. All,
1: all this to say that Nijobu and T'Chaka, I think, both have... They are g- very gray area dads. Yeah. Like, they both led dual lives. Different dual lives, but dual lives that set their children up to... For this huge confrontation, basically. And, like, Nijobu <sighs> had less of a hand in it than T'Chaka because T'Chaka just lived longer and had more say in the situation and how he was perceived and how the situation was perceived. He could have brought Eric back to Wakanda. He didn't. Like, he, there's... I kind of want to say that was a better dad than T'Chaka.
0: <laughs> I mean, and to a, a lesser extent, yes. Yeah.
1: It's rough. So. I mean, we'll never know because... they, You know, it, what what would it be like if T'Chaka had been the one who died and Njobu was the one who... Lived longer and was able to do more as a dad.
0: We don't know, I, mean, yeah. I don't think the I don't think the point is to know like oh the what if in that case. Yeah, I'm just saying to... like. Yeah, of yeah. course. Whew, that was that was intense. Yeah. Now we're gonna move on to the two daddies. The, <laughs> the biggest, two
1: biggest daddies of them all.
0: Two biggest daddies of them all: Thanos and Tony Stark. Yeah,
1: let's start with Thanos because
0: Tony Stark is the ultimate daddy. He's
1: the one with like the broader-reaching ramifications, like emotionally, yeah. socially, for for especially Peter. Um, For Thanos, he fucking sucks. He's a dillweed. He's a dickweed. He's a piece of shit. He is an absolute just crevice cretin. He is just... He's like someone blew their nose and they're like, and then Mm -hmm. they throw it away. And then it mutates into something that wants to kill half of the population of everything because that, for some reason, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I still see people saying that he had a point.
0: I, people are really dumb. But people also are people really are... fucking
1: dumb. Also, everyone seems to overlook the fact that he was a terrible, abusive dad, question mark. Like, lots of quotation marks around that. Yeah. He, was he a dad? He was basically just like... He commanded child soldiers to fight each other to, to maybe win his approval, which is just so sad. And to he took one of them apart. He took her apart and replaced her with machines. And then in, in what is it, in Endgame, he, or no, in Infinity War, he stretches her out and tortures her. Yes. He tortures her. Yes. Like... He's the shittiest, and then he sacrifices Gamora, and he's like, it costs everything. Did it, though? You cried, like, one tear, and then you were fine. You didn't even think about it twice, you piece of shit. Like, he's just the worst. Yes. He's he's the worst.
0: Yeah, and I think, that's interesting, because I think the way that Infinity War sets it up is kind of like, you see the perspective of, like, it is skewed. Think about that. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. It is yeah, yeah, skewed yeah, yeah. to s- to make it seem that Thanos is like good, or not good. Is like doing a thing. He's,
1: yeah, he's making a sacrifice. He's
0: making a sacrifice that yeah. seems like oh the burden. Yeah. But what it but what Endgame shows about Thanos is that that sacrifice is nothing. That is a meaningless sacrifice yeah. because he's actually also a terrible person. Yeah, he has always been a terrible person, and. There is nothing. There is nothing between what happens between the twenty twelve Thanos or twenty fourteen Thanos that comes back in time, that comes into the future, and the Thanos that we see in Infinity War. Yeah. The only difference is that we see a little bit more of him, so it makes it look like he's kind of nice, but actually, that's not how he is in reality. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? It does. I'm, and like,
1: I, I'm not disagree. I agree with everything. you Okay. Just, I just he never like. All of all of his work was undone. He was dismissed. He was killed. He's a shitty person. He's he a shitty dad. Yes. But they never I love the way you can say yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah yes. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, Um, but he, they no one ever like ideologically confronts him about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's always dismissed as like you can't kill all these people or like you're an evil guy, but it's no one ever is like, hey, doing this isn't gonna solve anything. Like not only is it going to hurt a bunch of people, all that stuff, which you apparently don't care about, but you're also not solving anything. Like, th- they never tackled the broader ramifications of what he does. Like, they never tackled, does it actually work? Well, no, of course it doesn't fucking work, because he took out half the infrastructure. Like, there, there is no good outcome to what he did.
0: Yeah.
1: And no one ever, like, addresses that aspect of why he's wrong. And he
0: doesn't how. change the systems that exist.
1: Exactly. He doesn't do any positive changes. Yeah. He just removes half the people that exist. Which, okay, I guess we have, Which like, half as many fascism. people. Like, Yes like yes. I, I do
0: want I do I think this is a really interesting point in the sense of people have talked about this countlessly in the sense that Thanos's behavior of removing half of the population is very eugenicist where a lot of people think like you know we are in the breast of a climate crisis and um there are environmental activists out there who like you know you're you're liberal you know fancy you know uh like oh there's just an overpopulation it's like well, do you know where that leads, the, that thinking of kind of, like, overpopulation? Well, how do we get rid of that population? Well, we have to kill people. Then who's going to be killed? Yeah. And then it's the poor people. Yeah. And poor people are the ones that then just be off first. Yeah. And it's just like, and then from there, we cr- then those people want to build a society of just, like, oh, smart people. Yeah. And then that's when you get Gattaca. Uh, and no yeah. one wants that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it, it also, it doesn't change anything about the, the, the systems that are ruining everything. Exactly. Yeah, that's and that's it, the, that's it the fundamental point. Of, it wouldn't yeah. even slow that progress. Exactly. exactly. So yes, I'm I'm just doubling down. Yep. On <laughs>
0: um.
1: Anyway, Thanos sucks shit. Thanos um, sucks shit. He is an absolute. He was never just a creature who deserves to be crushed under my heel and the heels of everyone else on this earth yeah. and on Earth six one six.
0: Yeah. He's an he's an evil F- vile off. creature.
1: He deserved much worse than what happened to him. I wish that he would just suck shit in hell for eternity. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Now we're talking about. Tony
1: Stark. All right, Tony Stark. Well, what a nuanced character. I mean... Uh... He's, a, he's a good dad to his daughter, yeah. I think. you know, Yeah, I think, like, I, think he is a,
0: dad, I think he is a good dad to his daughter. Yeah. From he's the a scenes bad dad that... to Peter. Oof,
1: Peter yeah. was the training wheels for his daughter. Yeah. For, like gen- like, genuinely, for real, super. Because yeah. he fucked up so much with Peter. Yeah. Like, giving him all this technology without telling him what its full capabilities are, like, why he's doing anything he's doing, why he has, like, turned on child safety, if child safety is even on. He doesn't trust Peter at all, He doesn't, so he doesn't tell him anything, which means that Peter, who is, like, a very intelligent, very can-do, very wants-to-please kind of guy, ends up at loose ends trying to overcompensate to earn his affection and love because he has no dude.
0: There's no parental figure in his life.
1: Well, there is a parental figure. He has Aunt May. I'm sorry, patriarchal figure. There is no... Pa- yes.
0: Because his... Well, and see, I think that, that has more interesting stuff to talk about when it comes to what they're going to do in the third movie, because they might actually address the Uncle Ben thing. They might. And, and the Uncle Ben thing would be interesting to address in the sense of he's lost two parental uh, patriarchal figures well, in his three.
1: His actual dad.
0: Well, his actual dad, but I don't think...
1: They, well, that's, like, what what backstory they're going to go with with that
0: one. They'll probably know. talk about, like, oh, his, he was he was very young when both of his parents died. And yeah. then his uh, brother, uh, or not brother, his uncle, um, who basically raised him from... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to assume it, he, he died a couple of years before Peter, like, we see Peter in yeah. the yeah. MCU. Yeah, because they no. don't talk about it. Yeah.
1: And they don't seem to be tipped around anything. But do you know what's
0: going to happen? What? Do you know how he's going to have died? What? Some villain in the MCU who, like, hated Tony is gonna end up having killed him.
1: Really? See what I? I'm gonna like, predict that. I I you could do some interesting things of like oh it was he's he was on Stark Tech life support and it went out during a thing or like they could do they could try. No, to I'm do saying some like during like an like event
0: in, in an MCU event, mm-hmm. like uh, oh like in New York
1: during the Avengers. Yeah, season.
0: it doesn't make it as personal. What makes Uncle Ben's death personal is that. It was a like it was a robber. Yeah, it was shot. something that
1: something that Tony. Sorry, something that Spider Man failed to prevent. Yes. Yeah.
0: And something that Spider Man failed to prevent, and it's not, and it's not like you know, there's a bunch of other heroes out there saving, yeah. and it's like and not, and just, not like not multiple people dying prevent, at the but same chose
1: time. Chose not to prevent.
0: Yeah, and yeah. it's not like multiple people are dying at the same time, where it's like your yeah. your death can kind of get lost into the miasma, kind of thing, like which mm-hmm. is a weird kind of sad way to yeah, do the, it. But the it's the like if I ever to wanted me. to die not naturally, it's like I wanted to die being like sacrificing or kind of like dying individually, because then all the, like if there was multiple people that died and there was mutual, I want everyone to come to my funeral. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't want like everyone going to like six different ones because then you have to spread the sadness yeah
1: you want a unique funeral i want a personal i want a
0: personal funeral, a personal funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah which is a very selfish thing but also like i'm dying yeah cry
1: miss. for me cry hey, for me don't cry for anyone else this is my time cry. but like yeah
0: but i think it's uh you know it has to be a very um personal situation for him but yeah sorry peter and tony um, yeah a...
1: oh why are you apologizing no
0: cuz we that's a massive tangent to talk about uncle ben <laughs> oh
1: well but that's also you know that's also a dad yeah. it's it's a speculative dad at this point but still um okay so but so tony the dad at hand uh he's he's a, he's a good dad to his daughter to an extent yeah but he's a shitty dad like giving peter all this stuff without any context or emotional framework or support for any of it, just, like, asking things of Peter and giving things to Peter, is, it's a performative sort of relationship Yeah. that mirrors his own mm-hmm. with his dad, of his dad, like, provided him with stuff and, you know, gave, gave that grand gesture of giving him, like, the the framework for that molecule or whatever the fuck, but for the new element. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, but he's not, he shows up, like, in, in Homecoming, he shows up twice, well, sort of three times, three times. He shows up first to, like, say goodbye and not hug Peter.
0: He shows up three times in the movie. Three times, yeah.
1: The first time. to, yeah. I, yeah.
0: Actually, no, four times. Show to, to introduce Peter, to so, so let him out of yeah. the car, yeah. give him the new suit. Second time was... Um, I'm not
1: counting when he saves him in the empty suit, because he wasn't there.
0: Yeah, but he was on a phone call. Yeah, but he wasn't there. But because he didn't show up. Yeah, but a lot... Of, oh, you're he talking about He physics. didn't literally
1: show up for Peter.
0: Oh, you're talking about... Okay. I'm, tra-
1: I'm talking... When did he show up for Peter? Never. First time. When he asked Peter something and then was like, Cut him loose. See you never. Not gonna hug you. See ya. Take care. Don't tell anyone. Bye, bye, bye. Two months later, Peter's trying to do his best, ignores him. Happy also ignores him. Happy is not really a father figure. It's sort of, but not really. He's an an uncle uncle figure. Um, perhaps literally in the future, but perhaps not.
0: No, everything's back together. So yeah, it will be. Oh,
1: they're they're back together.
0: Yeah. Sony and and Sony and Disney made up.
1: Oh no, sorry. I'm saying that Happy and Aunt May may not be going out still. They may have just been a summer fling, as Aunt May put it. Anyway. I just watched this movie, so yeah, it's no, all fresh. You're, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, I so it's, like, he just fucks up a lot. Like, he clearly doesn't have the best framework for what a dad should be, and he clearly doesn't want to consider himself a dad to Peter. Like, he clearly seems to be cutting himself off, and then at the end, like, every decision he tries to make on Peter's behalf is shitty. At every point. Even after he dies. Mm-hmm. Which is silly because at that point he had his own kid and he should have known better. Mm-hmm. Than to leave glasses with vague instructions and no context or helpful framework or guiding anything. He that almost was, fucking kills his friend! He almost fucking kills his friend because Tony sucks shit. Like, the, like the whole thing in in Homecoming is as soon as t- he activates... Like, as soon as he gets past like the training thing or whatever, he, the suit glitches out or whatever, he doesn't know what to do because tony made choices for peter and suddenly peter can't use his web shooters right because tony took that from him yeah. like without thi- like without thinking about it clearly thought he was doing the kid a favor but like took that from him took control of the suit from him took like all these automatic protocols kick on that peter suddenly can't make choices for himself which like tony makes decisions for peter and, tr- and is like a dad to peter in the worst ways like only when it's convenient for Tony, only when it's convenient for the Avengers, only when Tony is interested in it, like only to the extent that Tony wants it to be, which is not what a dad is supposed to be. A dad is supposed to be there for you when you need him, not when he needs you. Which is what Tony is to Peter.
0: Hmm. Uh, I also respond to those really good.
1: Thank you. I just saw this movie, so it's all it's all very um, fresh. <laughs> Had a lot of opiniones. Um, but it's, it's so shitty that like, Peter has to clean up, that he w- Tony wasn't even there for him. Like, we see him like, he li- literally shows up only to, to give Peter a new suit and then to ask him to do something. He, he tries to get Peter to join the Avengers. He's 15! He is 15! In- 15 years old!
0: Kind 15 of.
1: In the first movie, he's 15. And oh. the, f- he's 15 fucking years, he's not even like 17. It's not even like, I'm almost an adult. It's like, no, you're barely in high school. And you're an Avenger? No! The whole first movie is Peter, like, growing up and learning how to be, like, basically responsible and good on his own, and Tony not learning those lessons. Like, Tony immediately at the end, as a culmination of everything that they've gone through and everything that they've learned, how about you join the Avengers, which is contrary to your whole character arc in this movie? And of course, you know, for the movie, for the plot, it's good that Peter says no. Like, it's a good setup. It's It pays off. But Tony, and, and honestly, I'm shocked that Pepper was on board with that. Like, Pepper comes out and is like, well, what am I going to tell him? The kid was supposed to join the Avengers. Did you mess this up? And it's like, Pepper, of all the people, you're the one who's, like, the most against superheroes and, like, the most against people risking their lives. How the fuck are you going to be on top of, like, this 15-year-old child? joining the Avengers. Well,
0: we'll see if they do Young Avengers and Tony's daughter puts on a suit and flies around. With...
1: That's great. So that's future stuff that hasn't happened. We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> I'm going to play the role that you played earlier. Let's talk about what's happened. Yeah,
0: that's true. Anyway, that's pretty much all I had to say. So, Tony.
1: Tony. Tony.
0: <sighs> as, like a, as like a dad as a whole, like, I don't. She's... Like, not even like talking about like him as a character like in like other movies. I'm talking about like him as just a
1: just as a father, I'm. That's I'm talking about the same thing. Just as a father, if we're counting him as a father figure to Peter,
0: yep, and to his he's, own daughter, and
1: to his own daughter, if we're counting, if we're counting the Peter one, well, if we're just counting his daughter, he's like a good dad, but if we're counting Peter, he's not. He's kind of a shitty dad.
0: Yeah, I don't know how.
1: It's 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 just it's a gray area.
0: Yeah,
1: it's another gray area one. It's just.
0: And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of parents just don't know how to be dads.
1: Oh, yeah. They like, he's clearly the, they, trying. They
0: learn from their own fathers. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's clearly trying. He's clearly
1: trying with his daughter. And yes. he tries with Peter. He just tries all the wrong things and right. doesn't try enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And it's like, you know, when you're looking at fathers in real life, how do you, like, if you're going to be a father, how do you deal with these types of things? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's people that are listening that are dads and maybe they have things. I don't know. I feel like there's a, you know, you know, we we mentioned this, you know, before we started that a lot of, a lot of writers in the MCU and a lot of writers in general are male because of the way that systems are, and the one thing that male writers know is about being a father, so they'll try to write what they know, which is being a dad, it's or having had a absent or abusive.
1: It's, I think there's something to be said for the fact that a lot of like you can kind of tell how old oh, oh, a straightaway male writer is because of what side of the coin he puts himself on uh-huh. like <laughs> the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it's all about parents Yeah. second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it's oh, I'm, we're becoming our parents third Guardians of the Galaxy movie, they're gonna just be Um. er, Like early. Just. er, Early Iron Man movies, like the first Iron Man, he's not anyone's dad.
0: Mm.
1: As time goes on, he becomes the dad.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess you could just say that's how time works and relationships work, but like. The emotional touchstones that writers choose. Comes from a personal place because it's what they find interesting and what they find, engaging, what they find relatable and what they feel comfortable writing. And it says something that so many relationships are either like just friends or like dads. Yeah.
0: Do you think that a lot of media in general lately specifically lately but you know over the course of human existence is very much dad focused? Yeah. Because of it's in an it's an internal conflict with like what you want to see in being a father. Like it's a conflict with toxic masculinity in a sense, is what I'm getting
1: I at. I don't know that it's a conflict. I think it's we, we're seeing writers <clears throat> and and actors and directors and producers, etc we're seeing a lot of white men work through their issues on screen. Yeah. And on page and on you know in video games. In video stuff. games and on the Small screen.
0: That doesn't necessarily say that it's bad. It's just oh, that, yeah, no. that, yeah, like I, you know, as you know, I mentioned God of War is a is a really good example of like struggling to be a father, and that is a hard thing to do. Yeah, I'm Again, I, haven't, I
1: haven't played it, so I can't really weigh into it. It's me. just
0: it's an interesting game. Yeah, I've it, heard it when there. it comes to like the story start part, everything else is like you have like he has basically storm, uh, stormbreaker. Yeah, I don't like...
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what else is funny? This is quick, just brief, to loop around. Odin's, like, last words to Thor, like, you're not the god of hammers. It was just a tool for your lightning powers or whatever, which just yeah. makes sense because he's a god of thunder or whatever. But then, flash forward, <laughs> it's all undone.
0: Well, that's a Odin's We're last re- words are undone. we talked about this.
1: We've already talked about that. I just wanted to say, from a dad perspective, just, like, shitty till the end, His his, like, his one good thing that he did for Thor was, like, be like, hey man, believe in yourself. You're not the god of hammers. No, that's undone.
0: Well, no, I think it was just like I mean in the sense of in end game him grabbing both is the, like it doesn't matter that he can grab both of them, it matters that he can he has the courage to Yeah. Now to, we're talking about bisexuality. Fe- now he has the courage to face his fears.
1: Yeah. And date a man. If only. Maybe the future of the MCU will be braver. And it won't just be one of the one of the bros sharing circle mentioning a boyfriend <laughs>
0: that's a conversation for another time it is but this was good and we both yeah. really need to go yes we both really need so to go. we're gonna wrap this up and if there may be some untied loose ends that we can address <laughs> if people want to talk to us and if you want to talk to us you can find me on twitter at the pizza taco
1: and me on twitter at just sam please awesome yeah.
0: well thanks to uh steve Molitor for the music uh Thank you for Charles Villanueva for our logo. Uh, check us out on Patreon, please. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Tell your friends. Uh, if you guys want to write anything, uh, let us know. Uh, if you have really interesting topics you want to discuss, we can put them on our Medium page. We'll be, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Anthony, for having me. Of course, yeah. in this undisclosed location in Seattle. I have a Bye, everybody.